0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you today.
1: Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you? Doing well. Good. Excellent. Doing well. Excellent.
0: But we're going to talk about conspiracies. Yes. But we won't call it a conspiracy. You know, we're just going to talk about policy, what's going on (laughs) in the world. And, uh, you know, I hate to say this but I want to bring up the subject of the FBI again Uh I want to know if uh, if it's being reformed and they've turned over a new leaf and that we should feel comfortable that they will protect our national security Mm. and I was searching for that but I came across an article that maybe I was gonna find something like that but guess what I found out it's worse than (laughs) I ever dreamed the
1: opposite (laughs) (laughs) the
0: FBI and uh, I mentioned to you a little while ago what what would it be like if somebody actually said, "Why don't we get rid of the FBI?" Wouldn't this be a, a calamity? Would our country be better off without an FBI? Yeah. Do you think we could still have security? Well, I think we could. I think I I think the military, uh, you know, in national defense, there'd be a way for, you know, finding out what's going on. Somebody said that you could find out more if you just have a lot of people, and you probably know a little bit about this. If they just talk to people in a normal fashion, didn't have bribes and didn't have spies and read newspapers and listen to the radio and, and listen to the people who are talking. And you probably could get more, well, it would probably be more reliable. But no, uh, it's, in a way, I bet you people who are drawn to this are really inspired by the intrigue yeah. of all this. But well, we want to talk a little bit about that, the intrigue, and try to figure out <laughs> what's, what's going on. But uh, we're finding out that the FBI is more involved than we quite thought in a slightly different way of how the people at the FBI at the FBI are working with the Ukrainians, and and of course, <clears throat> most people who are up on this realize that uh, we participated with NATO, and NATO, uh, you know, started a war with Russia. Russia did not invade, <laughs> you, you know, uh, NATO. So a- anyway, the the, the FBI, uh, you, you know, has their goals to promote NATO's position, but then you have this. Uh, this whole thing about the politics here at home, who did what, who colluded with the Russians, and it's been going on for years and years, and now it's still going on. uh, And uh, the uh, FBI works very closely, as we find out, with the Ukrainians and maybe the ukrainians i don't know could they be smarter or do they know exactly what they're doing that the ukrainians positions are actually flowing into the fbi and, and ending up on our social media of course a lot of people know now that the FBI worked directly with social media, but now they're just throwing in another one where there's another government getting yeah. in the middle of this and telling the FBI what to send. That's getting pretty messy. That's why it's real hard. See, see I don't believe much that uh, all of a sudden you can reform the FBI. You can get better people. There are better people. There will be some improvements. But uh, it's the principle uh, behind the FBI and how it's been corrupted, you know, from its earliest days. You know, J. Or Hoover wasn't, you know, the greatest patriot we ever had. Wow. <laughs> and uh, they've lived up to that tradition. So this is this to me is just more of a more of the same i think it's worse than maybe i expected uh, but i'm not surprised really that uh, the governments and the propagandists in ukraine uh, are either openly knowing exactly what they're doing or they're able to manipulate the FBI. And they're they get, the goal is, though, the big picture, I would say, is all this manipulation and evil going on to undermine the First Amendment, which should be protected for the American people and which I think is being undermined. And we have been sucked into this because, well, we have to do it for national defense. But the, the truth is uh, it's being done for the uh, military industrial complex.
1: Yeah, no, that's a good point. The attack on the First Amendment. And, you know, there's probably not much to cheer about the Republicans retaking the House because in most places they're just as bad. But this is actually, I think, one of the bright spots, which is we're getting a lot more information out of House Oversight and Judiciary Committee on just how deeply the weaponization and corruption of the FBI goes. You know, we know they manipulated the elections. That's a fact, you know, with regard to the Hunter Biden, with regard to the social media. We know they manipulated uh, what we could learn about COVID. Uh, we know now that they're manipulating this. And here's what we're talking about. This is a CNN. Now, we've talked about other things that have come out, uh, but this is a new one. This came out yesterday. CNN actually came out Yeah, yesterday. New House Judiciary Report claims FBI worked with Ukrainian agency to remove verified social media accounts. Now, that is a very euphemistic headline. If we could rewrite that in English, we would say that the FBI colluded with you with Ukrainian intelligence to silence American citizens who held incorrect quote unquote views about Biden's policy on Ukraine. And here's why I say that if we can look at the next clip, this is exactly what they said. This is the CNN article. Now they They talk about a flawed effort. No, it was a very successful effort. But here's what they say. The FBI participated in a flawed effort to stop Russian disinformation at the behest of a Ukrainian intelligence agency that instead ensnared authentic American accounts, even a verified Russian language U.S. State Department account, the House Judiciary Committee alleges. Uh, the FBI did not properly vet social media accounts that one of Ukraine's main intelligence agencies, the SBU, flagged as spreading Russian disinformation. So here's what it means, and some of that was passed to Meta, which is Facebook, for review. So here's what it means, again, in plain language. They're acting like it was like, oh, they kind of messed up a little bit. They were a little too overambitious, but what they did, Dr. Paul, is the Ukrainians, regardless of how you feel about Ukraine, Ukraine is at war, and information is a sphere of warfare. There's no question about it. They are a combatant with Russia. So they have all the incentive in the world to overemphasize, to, to, uh, you know, to do also exaggerate and what have you. So the Ukrainians were sending the FBI social media accounts. This guy's spreading disinformation. This guy's spreading disinformation. This is Russian disinformation. And the FBI was then sending that to Facebook and Google and other places. And the implication, I think, when you get a letter from the FBI saying, Joe Blow is putting out russian disinformation you're going to feel intimidated at a company and you may act on it the question is and i didn't see it answered in this or any other did the fbi reveal to meta to facebook to the others now this is coming from ukrainian intelligence so but we're just letting you know that's a big question but whatever the case the idea that our fbi is colluding with a foreign intelligence service to silence american citizens that is chilling Has it struck you that this
0: is rather strange that we're talking about this and we're basing it on an article in CNN? And... I would have to say that we have to keep an open mind about getting information from CNN. I think there's been bits of pieces popping up with CNN. I happen to listen to Michael Schmerkonish and uh-huh. he makes a sincere effort, you know, to try to get a balanced approach. So I think there's more information coming out. But just the first sentence <clears throat> in this article I find interesting. The FBI participated in a flawed effort to stop Russian disinformation at the behest of a Ukrainian intelligence, which you've been talking about a but uh you see if the old cnn I, I don't think you'd have gotten that much balance yeah. in something like this so uh we, we, i mean this is a long way from getting excited but you know we don't even get overly excited by some of our uh hawkish friends yeah. on television yeah. and uh and so for some reason, the real the 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 real uh, cancellation is the the true libertarian position, yeah. you know, of, of non-intervention. That's the one that uh, you don't want to have it. So if you if you just ask for, and we'll talk about this in a minute, just ask for more details about what's happening, uh, like uh, good accounting, <laughs> you know, uh, you don't get much support.
1: Yeah. Well, we know for a fact, you know, through the whole Russiagate disaster fiasco, that quote spreading Russian disinformation is a euphemism for saying things I don't want to hear you know if you're a war hawk if you're a neocon I don't want to hear that like like when we say that there was a coup in 2014 that the US was behind to overthrow the government that's Russian disinformation you know it's objectively true but it's Russian disinformation so the question that I think even we at the Liberty report would have would be what if the Ukrainians Ukrainian intelligence said these guys are not on board with our war therefore we're gonna tell the FBI you gotta silence You've got to get these guys silenced. And the FBI then passes on to YouTube, to Facebook. I don't know that it happened, but it certainly could because we take a different view of foreign policy on Ukraine and everywhere else. It's consistent, but they don't like it, so they pass it on. Then the FBI sends a note to uh, Zuckerberg. Hey, these guys are bad guys. I do know that the Ron Paul Institute's Facebook account is severely tightened. Uh, they, uh, they've even told us, we will no longer recommend your page. They do all sorts of things to destroy our viewership. So maybe that did happen. It'd be interesting to know actually there's less
0: threat to us because we're not on a daily uh, receiving end of money you yeah. know there, there's a lot of money that flows into all the big companies and there's a lot of regulations of course they go get to us through regulations and and other things so the ones that are dependent on the on, on government money and contracts and this sort of thing and and, and the regulations that, that once the government's involved in owning it that's why The answer to so much of this is his property ownership and staying away from the government. The government is supposed to protect us, not use what they put out there and say, well, if you don't do as we say, we're going to withdraw it. And that, of course, is uh, how you build the military industrial complex, because let's say that they say that a bunch of people in the military and industrial complex have brainwashed themselves, but we're the ones who truly defend <laughs> this country. You yeah. know, and uh, you have to have weapons to defend, and that's why that's why we're always safe and secure, and we never get into useless war. Oh, oh I forgot. <laughs> 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 I think that's happened once or twice.
1: So you're saying we should be happy that we operate on a shoestring here, right? <laughs> we don't have. There's yeah. no way to corrupt us. We don't have any money. But <laughs> I, I, but I still
0: emphasize the fact that the First Amendment isn't couched in the uh, issue of property rights like like uh, immigration should yeah. should be couched in the uh, in the right of owning property yeah. you know and property rights because if if more land was owned by by individuals that you would control who comes and goes and, and you can just and i've used it as an analogy what if what if a hundred of us ended up on an island we all believed in a libertarian yeah. principles you didn't need, you wouldn't need a government to protect the borders that's true but you'd uh-huh. have to do everything with a voluntary agreement
1: yeah. <laughs> everything has to be voluntary exactly well let's move ahead and <coughs> i, I want to skip the next one because i don't want to repeat myself or ourselves on this but go to the next one in the emails cited in the committee if you can Um, I don't know if we can go to that next one skip one and go to the next one there we go thank you so in the emails cited in the committee's report the FBI agents do not (coughs) at any point demand that social media content be taken down instead the FBI agents pass the information on from the SBU which is Ukrainian intelligence and ask the social media platforms to review the counts and take Action they deem appropriate. That's like saying the IRS doesn't demand that you pay them, but they suggest that you pay your taxes, right? You get a letter, if you're a company and you get a letter from the FBI saying, you know, X, Y, and Z, chances are you're not going to say, ah, just the FBI, just throw it away, junk mail, you know. It has the implied weight of the U.S. attached to it. That's the whole point.
0: Is that like intimidation? <laughs> yeah,
1: intimidation. <laughs> exactly. Uh. Do one other last one and if we can and this is just a finer point on it. The report also alleges if we can put that next one up, the also alleges that the FBI <coughs> I don't know if we either thank you. The also alleges that the FBI transmitted SBU censorship requests for content on Google and YouTube. The committee they interviewed a senior employee on Google's cybersecurity team was deluged with various requests for the removal of content following the Russian invasion of Ukraine. What that means translating to actual English is that legitimate American accounts that have an opinion different than the Biden administration about the Russian invasion of Ukraine, regardless of what that is, they have a First Amendment right to, to express And here comes the FBI saying, oh, no, you don't. We decide what you Americans can say or not. And we have the guns. Yeah, we have the guns.
0: we don't have the guns. We just, uh, you know, institutionalize these places. We're not supposed to have guns. Like, uh, like all guns yeah. so there is a gun <clears throat> but ordinarily the government's everybody knows they have guns if necessary to come in you obey or not yeah so that's the opposite of what a libertarian society should be all about but we'll keep fighting the battle
1: Absolutely. <laughs> well, hopefully these revelations keep coming out you know they should well let's move on because this is an interesting and this is something we've been talking talking about for a while if we could put that next <coughs> one. this is from Yahoo News, but it's available elsewhere. They're doing the NDAA, they're trying to finish the the military spending for next year. Uh, And there is an amendment there to put in uh, an independent inspector general to look over the money. And we've talked about this a lot. We've talked about John Sopko, who was the Afghanistan in, uh, inspector general, who did a terrific job looking at the money and showing where it went astray. Well, here's the Yahoo. White House wants Ukraine inspector general out of defense bill. They do not want. <laughs> and Senator Paul talked about this from the very beginning. Okay, you guys, you have your money, but we need someone to look over it. And if you put this next one on, this is, sorry, this is the, this is the last part. So um, the Ukraine inspector general is one of the several uh, provisions in fiscal 2024 National Defense Authorization Act that the White House, in an Office of Management and Budget Statement on the bill, told Congress it wants removed. No independent inspector general.
0: You know, I, I like audits. If you haven't noticed, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. no, the audit is very important. But it, it's sad that uh, that's where the real problem. The real problem is that so much of this spending exists. You, you know, that if we weren't doing so much, if you didn't have a Federal Reserve running the world with reserve currency and burning up these deficits and all, you wouldn't have to have the audit. And so I got criticized once by a person that generally agreed with me. He says, "You." You talk too much about the audit. You have to talk about getting rid of the Fed. Well, I talk about that too, but uh, they they say if you uh, if in my argument, in the same way with uh, the military, <clears throat> if you get a chance to audit, you find out who's cheating, stealing, and what they're doing, and maybe <clears throat> maybe the uh, policy will reflect. You know how foolish some of this stuff is. And, uh, I mean, we don't audit the Fed, but we don't audit the Pentagon. Yeah. We don't even, even when this extra stuff comes in, the president
1: has the last word. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately. Exactly. <clears throat> exactly. Well, if we go ahead one, and Matt Gates, we occasionally praise, and he deserves it on this, because he was the one who put the language in to create the Ukraine inspector general when the House and <clears throat> Services Committee marked it up in June. They eventually voted 58 to 1 to advance the bill to the House floor. Um, The House's defense spending bill, which the Approach Committee advanced 34 to 24 in June, over Democratic objections, would fund the Ukraine Inspector General. And forward one more because I talk a lot about John Sopko. I think he's a I've never met him, but I have a lot of admiration for him because he has a lot of the right enemies, including the people who make a lot of money off war. But this is from another article. It says, John Sopko, the independent inspector general for Afghanistan reconstruction, warned in February, and we talked about this when he warned, that strong safeguards were needed to prevent corruption from undermining Washington's aid packages for Ukraine. Failure to learn from U.S. mistakes in Afghanistan, where much aid was diverted or stolen could lead to a repeat in Ukraine, he said, and here's a quote. You're going to get corrupt elements, not only a Ukraine or host government, but also US government contractors or other third party contractors to steal the money. So the question is, if that's the case, and this guy's an expert, why wouldn't you just want someone to have an eye on it for the American people? Oh,
0: well, there's ulterior motives, you yeah. know. Uh, and I think we get a hint of you what know, the ulterior motives are. They don't want to know the facts of where it's going because, in the, in the end, of the, the Pentagon said in June a six point two billion dollar accounting error. and They don't know where the money went. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so and and Biden's the one now. This is well, maybe, what, what did he do with all that money? <laughs> I thought they only dealt in million. This money is missing, and uh, it's, an, it's an error. It's a minor thing. So that, that was another reason why they thought they could raise the national debt limit. Mean, oh, we found this extra money. They probably just <laughs> ran the presses overnight, you know, yeah. and you know, the, they, they do it. But, but that's, uh, that's what they're, they're doing. They don't want it. – it is the issue of truth. They don't want to hear the truth. Yeah. They don't want the truth about what if you do ABC that you're going to get this. And if you if you pretend you're going to run the world on printed press money and that you have an empire that will last forever... Uh, you know the the truth is it doesn't happen that way. How about how many stories were told when we were getting to go ready to go into Afghanistan? Yeah. You, you know they said, "Well, what does the history show about that?"
1: Nobody's ever <laughs> conquered them. But <laughs> well, let's do it anyway. <laughs>
0: yeah, let's do it anyway. And, and we and we always took credit. At least we fooled the Russians yeah. and the Soviets. We we played games with them, and they went in there, and uh, we helped his enemies, and uh, who, who turned out to be the Taliban. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and ran cool. the Russians off. So we we had to, had, and I couldn't leave a vacuum. We had to be there. So um, they're not interested in audits and understanding and the uh, uh, consequences of policy. And uh, I always like to go back the one step. Yeah, the, we have to do all this stuff. We have to watch for all the criminality, the stealing, and all this dumb stuff. But uh, the, the whole thing is, it's, it's better to know what the basic principle is. And the basic, principle in foreign policy would be non-interventionism. Yeah, exactly. The basic principle of monetary policy would be honest money, yeah. you know, not, not complicated at all. But uh, they, they don't want to have that because the people, it, this has uh, been this way all throughout history, there's a certain group of people who get control of the money. And then they they get control of the power and uh, the politics of it. And unfortunately, it's uh, epidemic right now and uh, the people are losing out. And that's why we're seeing the fighting in the streets and all, but uh, as I like to say, there's some positive things, more people are realizing what's happening. And let's hope we see some more positive things happen in this election.
1: Absolutely, Now, your point about that 6.2 billion, I would say that's exhibit A as to why we need an inspector general, an independent one. Oh, our accounting error, we six billion one <laughs> else? Okay, that's fine. If that happened, okay, we'll take your word for it. But don't you think you should have someone to catch these things before? So, anyway. <laughs> well, our last one, I don't i, I didn't do a clip for it. I apologize. But we just wanted to follow up on yesterday's show about the uh, about the cluster bombs. And that one you have over there. That's uh, Matt Gates over there to your left. Um, now, he has said that he's going to co-sponsor a Democrat lead-sponsored bill to deny... Uh, the cluster bombs from being sent to Ukraine.
0: Yeah, and this, uh, there's a lot of symbolism here, but in reality, once again, there's some practical things there because uh, it is true that these things linger and more innocent people die. But my argument was that's what war is all about. The war is yeah. about killing, and 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 I don't think there's, uh, especially the bigger the war, the less concern they have for uh, the citizens and and uh, places. Used to be, oh, we will only bomb the factories that uh, build the tanks and airplanes. Yeah. Well, it, it doesn't end up that way. Uh, but th- th- this is a symbolism, but it's one that sort of drags them out. So wh- when it's so so bad, people, p- people think, well, you know, this is true. This is terrible, you know, that people are totally innocent. Well, if you look at it, I think the number of people who are totally innocent are very, very high in percentages. And the people who are guilty are the people who orchestrate war. And uh, there's way too many of those. And then the next group are the people who get sucked into it by saying, oh, they're right. You know, you have to borrow money and do whatever because it's national security. Yeah. If they don't deal with national security, I heard that story after, after 9-11. They said, y- you can't worry about liberty now yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> because it's so dangerous. And uh, it, so that, was, that took a whole week to pass the Patriot Act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's still around if yeah, I'm not mistaken.
1: For sure. Well, this, you know, this sounds great um, on the surface, that he's going to join with Democrats uh, to, to sponsor this. And sure, uh, this bipartisan opposition to escalation is important, but I also recall something that you've always made a very, very strong point about, which is that in, in, in the area of war fighting, the president has broad constitutional authority. So you could say, well, it really is not within Congress's authority to tell the president how to fight a war, but I think the response to that, maybe I'm overthinking this, but the response would be there is no declared war. Uh, you know, so are they? I mean, this is a question I wanted to ask you. Do you think they're overstepping their bounds, telling him you can't give him these kinds of weapons, or do you think the fact that there has been no declaration or authorization would trump that?
0: Well, I think yesterday I alluded to the fact that they use words to distort things. And what was the first thing that UN did? They got us into a war yeah. in in Korea. So, and, and I make make fun of it because it is well. Call it something else. Call it a police action. No, uh, they're, they're not official wars. They're un, unofficial. And even, I, I think it was Grover Cleveland said that the Congress said that you have to go to war against Spain. Or, mm-hmm. I don't remember the year exactly, but it, it was the end of the last century. And uh, the, they they were, uh, uh, said, they said to go to war. And <laughs> Roosevelt, no, Grover Cleveland said, well, you, you and the Congress." Saying we we get to declare the war, (laughs) he says yes. But I declare when the troops go. (laughs) So I thought it was really neat to point it out because in a way the power of the purse—that's what does sometimes happens. It's going to happen again because eventually we run out of purchasing power, and uh, that's how uh, you know he he got so so expensive. Congress, uh, well, expensive politically. The '60s were horrible financially, and all this and a. Finally, uh, the people uh, rose up against it. That's why we had the demonstrations. That's why, uh, you know, the demonstrations, uh, ho- hopefully they remain nonviolent. Unfor- unfortunately, right now they're they're getting more violent yeah. because people are more determined. But but the people, it, uh, COVID, you can find out some demonstrations that were very very positive and had good results. At the same time, the propaganda just gets more aggressive, and and they they're claiming that uh, well, what, what was the other one? They had a college, <laughs> a, a college uh, poll, and they said that forty percent are. You, you, you know, radical left, yeah. <laughs> left-leaning people. Uh, holy man, where this? Where do these numbers come from? Yeah. So. I I just have a little more confidence and like to urge uh, people to uh, do what they think is necessary to promote truth rather than accepting all the nihilistic viewpoints. Well, you can't know truth, so let's do whatever we want, and the people who win are the ones with the most power and and are the most uh, convinced that there is no guilt, there is no reason to feel guilty. And the vicious criminal. Gets to that point. I yeah. don't feel guilty. And uh, they, uh, they, they just carry on the same process. So, But I, I think that's been around for a long time. But that doesn't mean that we haven't had some good ups and bad downs. There's a lot of a lot of good things that have uh, been accomplished and uh, a lot of people refer this to the great things that have happened if you can blind your eyes to some of the bad things is western civilization just think of what's gone on in western civilization you know Uh, unfortunately though there's uh, uh, the the two exists and there's always some bad people and bad stuff out there
1: bad actors (laughs) (laughs) well i'm going to close if you put that very last clip on by reminding our viewers Some of the topics that you hear on the program on the liberty report we will be discussing on september 2nd in the Dulles airport area easy in and out if you don't want to go into dc um we are going to have some some whistleblowers talking about the weaponization of the fbi it's a hot topic uh, and you're going to want to hear what they have to say so get your tickets i will put a link when the show's over in the description and i'll pin one in the comments later on so that you can get those tickets get the early bird special uh for the month of july and save a little bit of money and come see us uh in september dr paul up to you very
0: good and i'm going to uh, finish by just re-emphasizing a point that a few of us have made for a few years now going on, and it is to be aware of the dangers of having the uh, security uh, being the most important thing ever, being safe. That's not the purpose of government. Government, government can't make us safe. If, if they wanna be, it would be like a, like a radical Soviet system. They'll tell you what you can eat and when you can exercise and what you can read. The whole works, but they'll make you safe. And they'll always use that safety, is, but they use natural. National security is being safe, and therefore it justifies us to print money, run up debt, draft people, all the horrors that lead to war. And uh, that is is a, a problem. Safety is something that it should be the personal responsibility. That doesn't mean that you can't get together voluntarily, but it doesn't mean you should turn it over to the United Nations and obey what the United Nations says to, to make us safe. But safe, safety is something that should be very close to home. And the founders understood this. And I think maybe that was one of the reasons that they gave us the Second Amendment, the ultimate protection against the people who want to come in. And I think what right now what we're lacking Both the issue and the argument about uh, immigration is the fact that we have lost that whole idea that property and ownership of land can uh, take care of problems like this. Because if we all lived on or a small number of people lived on a libertarian island, uh, there would be no mass immigration. The people own it. You know, and this would be different: collectivism, collective ownership, collective control, collective rights. And collective rights is a vicious thing that it happens because all you have to do is get a two or three or four groups of collectivists together, and they become the dictatorship of the majority. And that is not what the liberty, what liberty is all about. And the founders understood that issue very, very clearly. I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report. Please come back soon.